Type 2 Warriors, welcome to another episode of Thrive with Type 2 Diabetes Podcast. My name is Dr. Tian Pramlap and I am your host. After almost 10 years of seeing so many of my patients struggles with type 2 diabetes, I am now on a mission to help all of you find a better and more balanced way to lower your A1C for good without having to be on any restrictive diet or crazy amount of medications. In this next episode, we're going to be talking about how you can actually get off of diabetes medications, but I don't mean completely not be on any medication at all. What I mean is to minimize the current amount of medication that you might have. Because a lot of the time when you do have type 2 diabetes, you do run into other chronic condition as well, such as high blood pressure or cholesterol, or maybe you already have asthma or COPDs, or you might have other condition, mental health issues, or maybe heart problem, whatever it is that you are already experiencing, and then you add on type 2 diabetes. So your medication list might be a little bit longer. And what I'm saying is we're going to explore some options for what you can actually do to reduce that list. Don't mind my dog in the background. He just has a chronic cough. Just like the chronic type 2 diabetes that we're talking about in this podcast. We're... Okay, so let's go over what kind of medications you no- normally are put on. So there's two kinds. Well, I guess three now. The injectables, there are two kinds of injectables, the insulin injectables, and then the non-insulin injectables, and then you have your oral anti-diabetic medication, which are the metformin and the glipizides and the genuvia. So the most common ones that you will see that your doctor will start putting you on normally will be metformin. It is the cheapest option, but it is also the best option to start with for type 2 diabetes. Because if you remember, we talked about when you have this condition, Your body is either A, not producing insulin anymore, or B, still producing insulin, but the body isn't able to utilize it as well as it's supposed to. So metformin is actually something that will help your body becomes more sensitive to insulin. So that's why it's one of the first options for your doctor to put you on because 
if it's working, that means your body is still producing insulin and is still able to use it with the help of metformin. Now, many do experience a lot of GI upsets with metformin. That's why a lot of people stop taking the medication and maybe the medication hasn't been giving enough of a chance for it to be evaluate if it's working for you or not. But I do hear that the stomach upset from metformin can be really difficult for a lot of people to tolerate. But if you can tolerate this medication, it is a good one to continue. And even when we talk about getting off your medication, this is something actually I would consider staying on because the longer you can be on metformin, the longer your body will still continue to use insulin and preserve whatever function it has left and still be able to use insulin. Because once your body is running low or is starting to become more depleted of insulin, you're going to start to see a difference and metformin metformin won't work as well anymore. That's when your doctor will start exploring other options such as the injectables. So let's talk a little bit about what other side effects you might see with metformin. So we talked about the stomach upset. So most people feel really nauseous. They might have diarrhea with this medication. And there also is a rare side effects called lactic acidosis risk with this medication. Basically, you'll have to check Well, your doctor would already know because they do a blood test to see where your A1C is and they'll also check your renal function, which will indicate if you are at a higher risk for the lactoacidosis or not. So most likely, if you are on this medication, you don't have a risk of developing this, so you should be okay. And I talked about how it would help you increase your insulin sensitivity, which is what we want. So that's one of the pros of being on metformin. Another pro is it has a low risk for you to develop hypoglycemia which is just a fancy word for low blood sugar. So a lot of the time when you hear individual that has diabetes, they carry an emergency pen just in case they experience low blood sugar. But normally these are type one 
where they are on insulin. And a lot of time if you dose insulin too much, you'll go into an episode where you experiencing where where you experience really low blood sugar, where you have to correct it by injecting this emergency pen called glucagon. So those individuals, they are at a higher risk for experiencing the low episode, but metformin doesn't have that risk. So that's one of the pros of being on metformin. And it also has a relatively high A1C profile, which means it does a really good job at reducing your A1C. So it's a great one to be on. Pardon me for the interruption here, but I actually have an important announcement that I need to make because I think you'll find this extremely helpful, okay? So I just want to let you know that I actually have a full training that will show you three simple ways to lower your A1C once and for all. So this is a free masterclass that I have created for you all to really focus on what you can do on a daily to day basis to help you take back control of your number. It will actually provide you with a no fail strategy to help you transform your relationship with sweets or carbohydrates without being on any restrictive diet. Because a lot of the time I hear my patients and clients tell me that their number one struggle is they can't say no to sweets, whether it's dessert or pasta or pizza or donuts. They just can't seem to not eat them. And not that these food are bad for you in any way. I do encourage you to have a donut every now and then and have pizza every now and then, right? But the ability to be able to still eat these food and bring down your A1C is the fact that you have to transform your, rela- your relationship with these food. And this masterclass will show you how to do that. And it will also show you a step-by-step guide to finally get off that blood sugar roller coaster. Because if you've had the condition for a while, you'll notice that your blood sugar reading is kind of like a roller coaster, right? It goes up sometime and then it dips really low. You never can find the right happy medium where you don't feel stressed or drained because if you notice that if your blood sugar isn't under control, you'll feel really crappy, right? You feel really tired, like you don't have any energy. And that can happen when it's too high or too low. We want to be able to find that happy medium. And this masterclass will give you a step-by-step guide on how to do that. And finally, we will also explore some key changes that if you can just tweak them a little bit, 
you can finally keep your A1C down once and for all, without having to ever give up your favorite food. Because if you know me, I don't ever want you to not be able to eat what you want, and still keep your A1C down. That's the key, right? You're not wanting to deprive deprive yourself of anything because before you know it, if you don't eat something or if you keep thinking about something and you don't eat it or you don't do it, sometime in the future you'll think about it again, and then you won't be able to stop yourself from going down a little rabbit hole of eating way more than you should, and we don't want you to be in that situation ever. So. Maybe you are newly diagnosed, and you're just a little bit confused on where to start with the whole nutrition, diet, exercise with type two diabetes, or maybe you've been on this journey for quite a while now, and you've tried everything under the sun to lower your A one C. But no matter what you do, it didn't seem to be working out so well for you. Right, and all you want to do is to find a simple way to bring that A one C down once and for all, or at least be be able to keep it under control, so you don't have to worry about your health all the time. So, if you want to know how to do all of that and more, and you want access to this amazing and free training, then all you gotta do is go to. DrPramlatWellnessCorner.com/free-masterclass. That is D-R-Pramlat P-R-O-M-L-A-P WellnessCorner.com/free-masterclass. Masterclass. And then let me know if you find this training helpful for you at all. I like to know if I can make it even better for you in the future, or if it was helpful now. Let me know what you found was useful for you, and you can just send me a message on Instagram at Dr. Pramlat Wellness Corner. That's my Instagram handle. And let's get back to today's episode. And if you can tolerate it. Something to help you、um, navigate this GI upset, this stomach upset, is to take metformin with a full meal. So don't ever take it on an empty stomach. That's when the GI upset will become really prominent, and you'll feel really crappy. So make sure you eat a full meal. And then take metformin, and for you to gauge that you are not taking it on an empty stomach is within two hours of your full meals. So nothing longer than that, because your your body actually emptied the the content of your stomach after about two hours. Then after that, you're basically at empty stomach status. So I would not recommend taking metformin after two hours. So within two hours, if you can take it immediately after you eat, that would be great. But no longer 
than two hours after you eat. That will help you increase your ability to tolerate this medication. And also I talked about how people would stop taking this medication because they don't feel well, they can't tolerate it. It makes them nauseous, vomit, and diarrhea, and a lot of other GI upsets. But this medication actually needs a few weeks for it to show any efficacy towards your A1C. So the longer you can be on this medication, the better you will see its effectiveness for your condition. So let's also talk a little bit about the next medication that is commonly used, which is glipizide or glimiberide or glyburide. So this class of medication are normally used on top of metformin and sometimes by itself, but normally I see it's used as a combination uh, with metformin. And this one, instead of increase insulin sensitivity, it actually help increase insulin production in your body. So it kind of stimulate your pancreas to make more insulin. So that's why it is normally used on top of metformin because if you have more insulin in your body being secreted and then you get the metformin, it's kind of goes hand in hand. One of them helps the body utilize insulin more, the other one helps the body make more insulin. So if your body can tolerate both, that's why it's a good combination. Doctor want you to be on normally. Um, one of the, I guess you could say, bad things about the glipizide class is that after a few years, normally like three years or so, it kind of stopped working. So if you are still on this medication after three years and you don't really see a difference in your A1C, you should definitely let your doctor know that it stopped working for you so they can take you off of it. So this is one of the way to get off of a medication that isn't working anymore. It's a great one to start on to kind of help jumpstart your body to bring down that A1C, but it kind of stopped working after a while. That's just how it works. So if you're still on this medication after 10 years, it's probably time to consider removing it. But I would definitely not just stop it without speaking to your doctor. Make sure they check your blood sugar, they check your blood test, and everything checks out before they take you off this medication. But this is just something it has been known for. So do talk to your doctor if this is where you are with this class. It does have a really good A1C profile, meaning it does help bring down your A1C quite a bit. And it's also a very cheap alternative for starting out. A lot of these medication doesn't cost as much and most insurance do cover these 
And even if you don't have insurance coverage, they are pretty affordable as well with most pharmacies. One bad thing though with this class is that it does have a higher risk of the hypoglycemia that we talked about. So lowering, having a, a higher episode of low blood sugar. So it's something to watch out for. And it's also been notorious for increase your weight. So if weight loss is something you're after, this medication does not do that for you because it increases insulin and insulin actually promotes fat production, I believe. That's why you will feel you will see that weight gain. And also that's why when you are actually on insulin, the injectable insulin, weight gain is one of these side effects that most people are not fond of. So now that we've talked about the most common medication that I see, I want to talk a little bit about how to actually get off of these medications safely. Because a lot of the time I hear that everyone I see, everyone I talk to, either on social media or at my pharmacy, they don't like taking medications. I mean, nobody does, right? It's something kind of you have to remind yourself and count out your pillbox every week, get everything ready, have an alarm to remind you, or having or make it a, a habit before you forget, right? So it can be something kind of annoying and irritating to be on, even though I talked about the benefits of being on these medications. I know you just want to get off of them, right? So let's talk about how you can actually do that. So the first thing is to realize that this condition is a all hands on deck on deck kind of deal. Not just focusing on one thing. You have to focus on your condition and your body as a whole in order to really gain that freedom from medication. So that's, I'm basically talking about you have to look at your nutrition intake. You have to look at your fitness and you have to look at your medication, also your mental health, as well as having regular checkups with your doctor, making sure you check your feet daily, making sure you have routine checkup of your eyes, routine blood tests, stress and anxiety management, and also vaccinations. So all of this will come as a, a tool in your type 2 diabetes toolbox, I would say. And not just one tool is going to help you, but you got to utilize all of them. So make sure your doctor is helping you with that. If you need referral for a podiatrist or an optometrist to make sure that everything checks out with your feet and your eyes, 
make sure you do that. And also, if you do have type 2 diabetes, you are at a higher risk of developing mental health issues. You might experience more stress or more anxiety just around your health and your body in general. If you don't already have a, a way of helping, helping you manage these, make sure you get referrals for that as well because the more you do for your condition the more you see this as a prevention instead of a treatment i would say because if you can prevent all the complication of type 2 diabetes and you can bring down that a1c and bring down that blood sugar the higher chance you will have to actually get off of these medications or at least reduce them to a more manageable amount instead of a giant laundry list of medication that you have to take every day. Even if you are on insulin, and I wouldn't be afraid of being on insulin a lot of people are worried about, oh my gosh, my doctor put me on insulin. That must mean that my condition is getting worse and worse and I don't see how I can ever get off of it. I have to inject myself multiple times a day or I'm afraid of needles. And all of these things that are kind of giving insulin a bad reputation... But when you think about it, your body has been producing insulin ever since you were born. This is how your body survives. It's just a natural hormone that your body secretes to balance out your blood sugar. And so if your body isn't able to make this anymore... It's okay to give your body insulin to help it survive. I mean, type 1 diabetes individual need insulin to survive because their body does not make any insulin. So it's not something for you to be afraid of. It's actually mo the most natural thing you can give your body to help you thrive on this condition. So even if you are on insulin, as long as you are able to take care of yourself, take care of your health, take care of your blood sugar as a whole, by doing all of the things we just talked about, your chance of maybe going down to just one a day insulin is very high. If you are currently on multiple insulin right now, and if you are only on you know, the one-a-day insulin, maybe you won't have to be on it anymore and you'll just work with the oral medications. And if you're just on oral medication, maybe you won't have to be on multiple ones. Maybe you just have to be on one of them. So that's what I want you to consider and think about when it comes to medication and type 2 diabetes and really take a look at your health as a whole. I can't stress that enough when it comes to bringing down your A1C and lowering your medication intake. 
that's all for today's episode of Thrive with Type 2 Diabetes. I hope you really enjoyed this episode and you found it super helpful. And if you really resonate with everything that I talked about today and you feel like you want to learn more, you want to learn how to truly create changes for your health that will ensure that you will be able to effortlessly find freedom from your condition, find freedom from dieting, find freedom from overdoing it at the gym every day, and find freedom from all those medications that you are currently on. So you can stop worrying about your future all the time, right? So you can stop worrying about your blood sugar and what kind of food will affect it, how it will raise it, and you want to start living your life again and start enjoying what you were brought to do on what you were brought on this earth to do whether it is to teach young children or to be an artist or to travel or to run a business whatever it is that you want to do instead of constantly live in fear and feel stuck on your type 2 journey then I really, really invite you to connect with me. I want to get to know you better. I want to show you how we can make all of this happen for you. And we'll actually be able to chat for a whole 45 minutes where we'll hash out a strategic plan to help you achieve your A1C goal and to help you see that Achieving that goal isn't all that scary anymore. But I only want you to reach out if you feel like you are 100% committed to your health, that you are actually ready to take massive action, and you want to invest in yourself, okay? Because We can both talk and talk until we're blue in the face, but if you're not willing to invest in yourself and you're not willing to invest in your health, then nothing we can say will really change much, right? So if you think that is you and you're ready to see where your powerful self can really take you, then all you gotta do is go to drpromletwellnesscorner.com slash apply and you can book a free discovery session with me. I am so committed to you and your health and I will work with you until you are successful. And during this session, we will evaluate where your strengths are and what you are currently doing that is working for you. And then we'll also take a look at what you can improve upon as well as map out a plan so you know how to get there. And then after the session, if we find that we are a good fit for one another, I'll actually offer you a spot in my Thrive with Type 2 Diabetes community where we will work with you 
further on how to create a more sustainable and less restrictive way so you can continue to live your busy life and do what you want to do without having to think about your blood sugar all the time. And also, make sure that you fill out the short little survey that is attached to the application before our session because I want to have a little bit of background on you so I can better plan for our session to make sure that you get the most out of it, right? And I want you to really spend some time to really answer those questions because the more details you can give me, the more your session will be a better use of your time, a better use of both of our times, right? So I really do hope that if this is you and this you feel like you are ready to commit and ready to take action for your health, then I really hope that I will be able to speak with you soon and will figure out ways so you can reach your goals effortlessly, right? And until then, I hope you have a great day. And remember to stay strong because you got this.